Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Hey, we're back. So, emergency notice. The coronavirus. Ooh. Well, good news first. The Federal Reserve just made an emergency rate cut Tuesday, slashing the benchmark U.S. interest rate by a half percentage point, the biggest cut since the financial crisis. That is a big deal. That will have an effect on mortgage rates. We're going to talk about that and all the other things you need to know about the coronavirus on today's real estate <laughs> real estate coaching radio. Julie. Yes. Did I just rename the show accidentally? I I think so. You know, I don't think I did. Well, anyway, welcome to the, welcome to today's podcast. Yes, thank you. And I'm glad that you didn't uh, slip like you did on your last coaching call and call it the carnivorous virus. That <laughs> sounded way worse and definitely reason for panic. So on that note, we're going to talk to you guys about how you will be affected personally, not by the carnivorous, but by the coronavirus, uh, as well as your business. And the mantra here is to plan for the worst and hope for the best. That's right. So here's what this is at the end of the day so far. It looks like it's just going to be another one of these you know, nasty seasonal flus that all seem to roll out of China. Um, and by all measures, and Julie wrote a lot of great notes about this, we're not going to spend too much time trying to sound like we're a CNN cover story. But by all measures, this is something that's going to be, um, like I said, an elaborate flu. Most people, and again, we're going to get into some numbers here in a second, like not a lot of numbers, but what uh, most people just... Uh, have flu-like symptoms, and assuming they don't have any underlying health conditions, they get over it just as if they'd had the flu. That's really the bottom line. And the other interesting fact is, and nobody talks about this, influenza kills more people you know, quicker than this thing does. So what is going on with all this hype? And I'll just bottom line it for all of you guys. A lot of you guys think I'm going to say it's political, but I'm not sure it is. What it is, it's monetary. In other words, everyone knows that if you strap the word Corona to your topic uh, or your title of your article or your podcast, I mean, we were just this morning when we were writing these notes, we went over to, um, I should do it now. We went over to, here it is. I'm on CNBC, right? I'm going to count how many times on, on the front page of CNBC, they're attaching the word Corona uh, virus to anything and everything. And they're obviously doing that because people are clicking on it because there's, they're act, acting out of fear. So the news, what they're doing is people are saying, well, they're doing it for political reasons, maybe. But the real reason they're doing it is because you strap coronavirus to any other topic that you're writing an article about or doing a TV show about, you're going to have more people pay attention to it. So they're just doing it for money. So just see it for what it is. And hell, I, look, guys, I know for a fact that this podcast is going to have a lot of listens just for the same reason, because everyone's overreacting to it. Um, people, humans, we love a good worry, don't we? It seems like if there's not something that is for us to worry about, some external threat, we sort of don't even know what to do with ourselves. Okay, so here I am. CNBC just loaded. The number of stories, and this is before the page fold, on, you know, essentially before you scroll the page down, there's six stories on CNBC that are using the word coronavirus. And if you scroll down, <laughs> there's even more. And I'm not going to, you know, drive this point home anymore. But you have to basically be thinking in terms of, is this for real? Is this something really for me to worry about? And the answer is no, not really. 
There was a story yesterday that people were at Costco buying Costco out, and the thing that moved out of the stores the fastest was toilet paper. I guess it's important that people have their priorities straight, but I mean, guys, look, until there's a real reason to believe that this is going to be something of a pandemic in the truest sense, you just need not to worry about it. But here's the opportunity for you that is lacking in every sort of, you know, instance it health scare, financial scare, the thing that always is missing is leadership. And I'm going to read you something that I wrote for our company. And let me see if I can find it. Julie, do you have that little thing I wrote last night? I can find it fairly quickly, I think. Yeah. And, and, one little second here. Yeah. And here's the, and here's really, I'm not saying it was a, uh, the bottom line is. Yes, I got it right here. Okay. Can you read it? Sure. Uh, let's see. It says, the, this virus scare, we won't escape it. Be mindful of how fragile 99% of everyone is. For example, the Costco example. Uh, Let's see. People think one move ahead generally, just one move ahead, and are easily manipulated. We need to be careful to mind the store and not assume that we're immune to the hype and the fear. Calmly talk to your people. Hope for the best and prepare for the worst. And then your next comment was, let's make tomorrow's show about this, which is what we're doing right now. So the reason I'm sharing that with you guys is because... The older you get, the obviously more scares and reasons to be in, in fear and panic mode uh, you'll have. I mean, you're going to experience, you know, I'm 50 on Monday, he God. And I look back to all the things that I was supposed to be, you know, fearful and panicking about it's ever since I was an adult. And it's the list is so long, I can't even really remember. It's just ridiculous. And this is just another thing. But how is this relevant to your real estate business? First of all, you got to realize that what people want is leadership. What they want is they want to absolutely see the lighthouse through the fog. And that's your opportunity to shine in a situation like this. I'm going to tell you guys a story. And then Julie's prepared some actual drill down notes of things you guys can do. Because as you know, this podcast is all about being tactical and practical. Number one, you've got to get your head screwed on straight. And you've got to stay the hell off CNBC and every other, you know, CNN and all these others that are just basically trying to manipulate you. They're trying to get you in a fear and panic mode because then they know you're going to always be looking for the latest news on coronavirus, which means they're going to be able to essentially charge their advertisers more money because look, there's all these people that are basically on their website. That's all this is. It's the monetization of the latest fear and panic. You know, it, it, there's, again, there's going to be something else after this. See it for what it is. Start removing yourself from it. It does not matter what side of the political spectrum you're on. You have to realize that news on a whole has just become propaganda. And if you're going to watch any of these channels thinking you're going to get true news, you are a fool. You're just going to get opinions. You're just going to get uh, politically motivated opinions. And it does not matter if you're way on the right or way on the left. The best thing for you to do is just exit stage left and not participate in any of it. It's the reason why podcasts have become so popular. Podcasts are one of the fastest growing mediums of you know, communication since the Gutenberg press. That's what, not, it's not a Tim Harris quote. That's something else that I read someplace else. Moral of the story is people are knowing that they can't trust mainstream news anymore and haven't been able to for years. And now what they're doing is they're seeking their information elsewhere. You need to be the elsewhere. You need to be the calm on the storm. And look, maybe you just have a, a family and a center of influence. It maybe only stretches to 50 or 75 people. For those people, you need to be the leader. So here's the example. Um, fires in California, a normal thing anymore. 
And again, don't get sucked in the politicized aspect of this. Just focus on the human ramifications of it. People are fearful of their homes being burned down and things like that. Don't get wrapped up in global warming and all of those things. That's not your job. So there was, it was a number of years ago, fires that were burning uh, Big Bear and, you know, the, it's a ski resort and you guys in California know what I'm talking about. Uh, lots of log cabins and little cute houses in the woods, things like that. It's really wonderful. And we had a coaching client up there and his part of Big Bear where his house was, was isolated enough that the fires weren't going in his direction. So he decided to stay and his house was fire prep too. It was, you know, all stone outside metal roof. He was good. Um, but the rest of his community basically was evacuated. And so he was, he for a while was the only non-emergency person up there on the mountain. Um, and you know what he did, which was really smart is he went around and he started taking pictures and he started posting the pictures. He started then specifically going to his centers of influence and past clients houses and taking pictures and sending them to him. I think he was texting them actually, if I remember correctly, but by doing that, he built a reputation during this time where everyone was looking for leadership. They didn't know what the hell was going on. They were scared. They were terrified. What he did is he established himself as a leader. He established himself as somebody they could trust. They were then, after that happened, it was within a short while that he became the number one listing agent uh, in that whole region. And I believe to this day he still is. Why? Because he realized an opportunity to establish himself as somebody that people could trust. Don't listen to what you're hearing. Don't listen to the, here's an actual picture of your house. It's still there. Nothing to worry about. That made them bond to him forever. In a situation like this, Maybe not as directly, but when there's any, the latest hype and fear thing pops up, you have the opportunity to step into that same you know, role as a leader in the eyes of your past clients. You can also expand on that. You can work in your whole neighborhood. You can work in just however you can disseminate information where people know what the truth is. They're really going to appreciate, and I'm hoping you guys have that attachment to us too, because we're giving you an exact step-by-step of what you should be doing. Before Julie gets to her first point, I want to remind all of you that you can request your free coaching call at any time and get a, uh, download your copy of the Real Estate Treasure Map. The easiest way to do that is just text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. The Real Estate Treasure Map is your fill-in-the-blank business and, frankly, life plan. And the sooner you get that filled out, the quicker you're going to feel a sense of direction for the rest of your year into the future. So go ahead and text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. Julie? Yes, that's right. So when I was researching this, it's funny you mentioned about the quote news. I can't even hardly say that it is news, but I didn't go to any of those outlets. What I went to, just to get my facts straight for this, was the World Health Organization. And you guys can do that too. Get your facts straight. So are you personally at risk? Probably not for getting it, but you're definitely at risk for falling into all of this hype and your past client center of influence, your leads, the people you're following up with, absolutely are subject to the freak out. That's what we want you guys to be tuned into. Now, if you just got off a plane from China, maybe you are at risk. So make sure you know your details, but get them from the World Health Organization or someone who actually studies it versus somebody who quote reports on it. So I, I won't go into great detail on that, but I did enough research that, you know, I mean, we have a trip coming up. I wanted to make sure that we were all safe too, uh, but do your research with, with the proper uh, place. Now, we have eight points of what to actually do about this. So let's circle back just for a second to the interest rate cut. That's a great topic for you to be talking about on your social media with your lead follow-up, your even your open house leads. 
So that's one good thing. Remember, that hasn't happened since 2008, a rate cut this significant, and it was unanimously voted for. That just happened a few minutes ago. So that's a, a really good icebreaker. And then we're going to get into these points. So to Tim's story about Big Bear, and uh, you know we've got tons of examples of that. Point number one, you stay calm and be committed to being of service. Be the leader in your community. This must be your mindset when disaster strikes your area. And in this case, even the threat of or the hype of disaster, because probably it's, nothing is actually happening around you except for the hype. So that qualifies as disaster striking in this case. All right, point number two, put your own oxygen mask on first. What is your plan to deal with this if maybe a case props up you know, in your town? How are you going to deal with it? What is your plan, okay, your emergency plan? We had to figure this out in the recent... Um, you know, the earthquake that happened in January here in Puerto Rico, we got our plan together a lot faster. We were planning on, you know, putting together our hurricane emergency plan, hadn't thought about earthquakes, but now we have that plan much more in place in terms of food on hand and we got a generator and all of these things. You know, what What are you going to do with your pets if you had to leave? Whatever the case may be, all of you guys live in different areas and have different potential threats, but you've got to have a plan. Get really clear on that. But- uh, Yes, Along those ahead. lines, mm-hmm. um, it's there are. If you go to Amazon, for example, and you put in the word "go bag" or something like that, you're going to find all kinds of cool things. Um, now, how do you make money with this idea by being of service to other people? The simplest way is you share the plan that you create with all your centers of influence and past clients. You actually then you know say this is where I'm buying my go bag. Go bags are something that in the event that you have to go, you want to only have one bag to grab. That's what a go bag is. Uh, people in California and Southern California with the fires, again, you guys are very familiar with go bags. Lots of you in the Midwest don't know what the heck I'm well, talking about. We hadn't about. heard about it until we lived in California. Yeah, part-time. That's right. So moving on to point number three, create a local Facebook page, facts about the coronavirus, or we survived the Puerto Rico earthquake in our case, whatever makes sense for your area. Know how to create a page quickly so people can access the details and connect with your community and their families via cell phones. And you can create pages on Facebook. with It doesn't cost anything. It's really efficient and easy to do. If you have a, a Facebook business page, um, I'll tell you between a ba- Facebook business page and a personal page, the personal page is only going to limit you to 5,000 friends. Um, maybe that's not a big deal for some of you that you'd love to have 5,000 friends, but there's a limit to the number of friends you can have if it's a a personal page, but the personal pages get more free views. So when you put up an article on a personal page versus say, for example, a business page, it'll, it'll be shown to more people versus the business page will be shown to fewer. Um, and you, so if you're going to not want to create a new page around the coronavirus, you might want to just basically start adding posts to your particular page. And then let's assume you're working primarily with your friends, centers of influence, and past clients for the sake of using this idea. Then the move, obviously, is going to be to make sure it gets in front of them. So there's that. All right, point number four, Julie. Well, yes, and speaking of social media, a great example of that was in the past few days, people were freaking out and buying face masks. And then the facts about that came out, that that's to protect people. That's for people who already have it to wear and that it basically does almost nothing for you to to walk around with a face mask. So you might post something like that to be educating your people and again, be the leader. So point number four, dedicate the days and weeks after the disaster or hype about the disaster to urgent and caring outreach. Now this applies to your family, your past clients, your neighbors, anybody that you can help. You be the one who cares and be committed to doing what it takes. 
Phone calls are most efficient, but phones, you know, in some cases might be down. Load your car up with water, cookies, Subway sandwiches, you know, do your Popeyes. Um, we have uh, for our uh, Premier Coaching clients on, on that Facebook page, there's been a lot of recent posts of Popeye, you know, uh, cold and flu season oriented hand sanitizer tissues, you know, something that shows that you care. But even if it's just a phone call, that shows that you're the leader and you're doing that outreach. So point number five, speaking of the outreach, when you do that, provide a list of recommended service providers. Again, hard copy is best. In this case, you might have some facts from World Health Organization, an article about the face masks. You know, again, service providers as it relates to what you're dealing with. Hard copy is best. You know, we, we come out with this uh, list of points for various things, fires, earthquakes, tornadoes. Now we've got the virus. So, you know, modify that as needed. If you're in an area that's, that's probably going to have hurricanes, you know, roofers and carpenters make sense. In this case, it might be, you know, two or three links to check or your Facebook page to get the actual facts. So uh, in some cases, you can get discounts from your service providers and pass along to your own past clients, neighbors, coupons, stuff like that. So make it personal to where you live. I had a coaching client that is um, on her own you know, her own personal page, you know, what she's doing is she's starting to do daily. And I imagine she's going to increase live Facebook live um, conferences where it's just basically her talking about the coronavirus. Um, and then basically people are then it's not a great deal of people that are participating, but the reality of it is, again, she's putting herself in that position of being a leader amongst her, at least Facebook friends. And my challenge to her was making sure she doesn't think that that's going to be sufficient, that she needs to expand outside of, you know, Facebook, because guess what? Not everyone's on Facebook and then make, start making the calls. And so we've given you ammunition, really three great ideas you can implement right away. And if the hype is just going to increase about this, because now you got the fed because then now, now people are going to talk endlessly. Oh my God, what does the fed know about? The, why did they cut the interest rates a half point? Oh my God, we must be going into a recession. Blah, 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 blah. Well, so look, here's how it's relevant to you. Why don't you, Julie's given you at least two things here to talk about. You could call all your centers of influence and past clients. Now, I know when I say the word calls, you guys are rationalizing not doing the real work of real estate, but I'm telling you the call is going to make the difference and letting them know about the effect on their mortgage interest rate of a Fed rate cut of that size. That's a huge Fed rate cut. It really is. And so for them to drop at a half point, what effect is that going to have on people's monthly payment? I know most of you don't do mortgages, but it's still a great conversation because you're telling them how they can save money. Who's not going to want to receive a call from someone telling them how they can save money? Um, so there's that. Now, how th I bet you within a week or two, you're going to see the uh, mortgage interest rates dropping. That's what's going to probably happen. We talked to you about doing Popeyes. Do the Popeyes. Give people little, you know, those little hand sanitizers that are sometimes free, but sometimes they don't cost anything like a quarter. And Popeye and give those to people. And so from a, um, a prevention of virus in general, this one in particular is uh, spread through uh, droplets, as disgusting as that is. So <laughs> the key is not to touch your face. So because your face is full of orifices, right? Nose, mouth, ears, eyes. So the key is not to touch your orifices at all uh, unless you basically are, you know, essentially sure that your hands are clean and wash your hands. And when you wash your hands, you should wash your hands for at least two minutes. Um, that's what doctors do. And there's a great soap that you can get that surgeons use. It's called HippoCleanse, Julie. Yes, that's right. It's pink. And yeah. yeah, you can get that at CVS or Walgreens. 
and it's like the super germ killer. Uh, it's pretty good. So, and you know, Tim, to to your point about the communication, it makes me think about like Zoe's school. They have since the earthquake, for example, and you guys can be the leader in setting this kind of thing up. They have redundant ways of getting a message out. They have a group on WhatsApp. They have the Facebook page. They have their Instagram. They have our emails. And in an extreme circumstance, they have a phone system that goes out and calls and texts everybody. It's not relying on just one resource. You know, Tim, you and I were joking yesterday about, you know, a lot of this is made up fear because the actual risk is so low versus real fear like the email that we got from her school yesterday, which was, and I swear to you, when you when you should you, read it, find it, read I, it. I'll try and find I, that. I'll, I'll fill in the dinner, but you, uh, you find the. I honestly, I thought it was a joke the first time I read it. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Okay, Go find me, the email. Let me find it. Hang okay. Because remember, we live in Puerto Rico, but we're originally. But from this Ohio. was real fear, is my yeah. example. Here. In, in, in Columbus, Ohio, where Julie and I are originally from, and we've lived all over the country. But your biggest fear is going to be a really long, cold winter. I mean, really, maybe a tornado. But maybe a tornado. Yeah, occasionally. You know, but here in Puerto Rico, oh my gosh, do you have a long list of things to be fearful of? Julie said, Julie said one earthquake, but that's not true. There were actually one big, there was one big earthquake and then there were 200, 200 little earthquakes that happened all around the beginning of the year. And yeah, so I told this story of the podcast, but it's true. We did not know. We did not know that, for example, Puerto Rico borders a massive fault line to the south of the island. We didn't know that. News to us. We did not know that Puerto Rico has one of the most uh, common areas in the country, because remember, Puerto Rico is part of the U.S., for earthquakes. We didn't know any of that. Um, nobody talks about it, you know. It you did, yeah, that's all news. But look, you when you're in an environment like that, you get a th- you go through quickly, you go through phases of, Oh my gosh, what's going on? And I'm unsettled. I'm fearful. And that's what everyone else goes through too. That's the reason it goes back to, you know, when we got through the initial fear and panic of this situation that was happening in Puerto Rico, then the next thing was, who can we go to, to trust, to get good information? And we identified who the leaders were in our town of Dorado. Uh, we knew who they were just basically based on our own interactions with them. And we just directly communicated with them and said, okay, so what's the real bottom line? When's the electricity going to be back? What's the real bottom line? When's the water going to be back? Cause everything was out and, and uh, they told us. And so they were the leaders in our community. I want you guys to be in that same position in the event that there's uh, obviously this Corona thing keeps getting yeah. spun up. Why are we grateful to have had them to go to? I'll tee up yes. the email. I can tell okay, you. I got it right here. Okay. So, so it is to put this in perspective. Um, you know, we live in Puerto Rico. We have this wonderful little girl named Zoe Grace Harris is our daughter. And she goes to this incredible international school uh, called uh, the American school in Switzerland. So this is not in Switzerland. That's just the name. She's not. We threatened to send her there though. If she's bad, (laughs) which she's like, is it like Harry Potter's castle? (laughs) So it's not much of a threat, but um, there's this, there's this pond that's down by the parking lot where Julie parks uh, every day to take Zoe to school. And the kids play and they'll go fish and all the rest of it. And so this pond has just basically became one of the places that you just automatically expect to see children fishing and screwing around the water. Okay, so we get this email yesterday. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Dear Tassis Dorado community, the administration of Sabanero Dorado has just informed us that an alligator approximately four feet long has been spotted in the area near the gatehouse and the main entrance. We are writing to urge you and your family to use caution in the area near the lakes. The appropriate agencies have been notified and every effort is being made to locate the alligator as quickly as possible. 
If you see it, please contact, you know, the gatehouse and the administration office. Thank you for your cooperation. Just so matter of fact, <laughs> I'm like, well, well, okay then, you know, it just like, I, I honestly, I, I was, uh, where was I? I was waiting. Uh, I was getting a prescription. I was waiting in the truck and I read that like three or four times. I, I first, I thought you were fooling me because sometimes you try and pull it over on me. Then I, and I double checked that it wasn't April fool's day. And then I started getting a couple of texts from my other mom friends with various uh, WTF type letters attached. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, this thing is real. So in an already really awful parking situation, <laughs> it's funny, nobody went anywhere near that pond. Yeah. Well, but so. But the, that was real fear. Yeah. That's that was an actual thing. We're trying to express the difference. So a coronavirus that, you know, like that is basically like an elaborate flu. Or a freaking alligator. I mean, we're going to go with the alligator the thing to worry about. You know, and you guys might have alligators in your lives too. Hopefully not too many. But, you know, we, we need to come out with an April Fool's joke where we're going to say something like like Godzilla or something was spotted okay. over the mountain range or something. <laughs> totally. you know? And just do it matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, and then have the P.S. Remember, we're having our, our cookie drive this Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what it would be like. That is what it's like. Oh, All right. So uh, what point are we on, Julie? Okay. So we have point, two more points to go. After number seven, after things settle, do a second round of communication to be sure everything is okay and continue to be of service as we previously mentioned. This is a great opportunity for you to use the Ford. It's not really a script. It's a memory jogger. The Ford Memory Jogger, which reminds you to talk about F-O-R-D, Family Occupation Recreation Dreams, to reconnect. And it'll be so much easier to do that after you've made the first round of communication. So, you know, we're giving you so many excuses to make these calls and pop buys. It's not even funny. So not doing this, you're really kind of turning your back on your past clients, your center of influence and saying, no you know what, I, I really am not going to have any right to be upset if you, you know, do business with someone else because I didn't bother to check on you when I knew that you were probably freaking out. So just a little guilt there, a little guilt coaching for you. Well, again, when, <laughs> you're, when, it's true. when it's a time of crisis like this, or at least perceived crisis is what we're dealing with, you, it, you will be remembered forever as being the person that stepped in yes. to help. This is what we're trying to impress upon you. You're going to position yourself in your community as not just the go-to real estate agent, which is the direction that most of you are headed, but just something on a totally different level, which, you know, you will be in sacred territory, breathing rare air when you follow some of these guidelines, because you're going to be the person that not just can be successful buying or selling real estate, but the person who actually stepped into the breach when it matters. And that's what we want you to you all to do. Do it at differing levels. Some of you have hundreds, if not thousands of people that you can have direct influence on. We do. That's what we're trying to do now. Others of you might have just dozens. It doesn't not, does not matter. Do not be complacent because the positive ramifications from doing this are never ending. They really are. The ripples that will come from you dropping this pond in your river or your pond rather, um, it's going to be, it'll last years, decades. This could be a complete, this, this little simple concept of being of service to others in a time when they truly need someone to tell them what's going on. That little simple concept is going to hypothetically could change the total trajectory of your business. All right. I think we have one more point, Julie. Yes. And it's similar to what you just said, but point number eight, always ask, who else do you know who could use my help? Do this throughout the process. Don't worry about using dorky scripts like, when do you plan on moving? Okay. Don't be tacky. It's who else could use my help. They're going to remember that you were there during the stressful times and referrals, of course, will come to you. It's important work to take seriously. So remember, if you're not helping, somebody else is. Your job is to be the one that everyone knows they can count on. 
And that's our final point. Yeah. Well, so what's your homework from this? At least consider picking up the phone. That's free. At least consider doing that. Maybe the next level is going to be start disseminating information on some sort of social platform. That the easiest way to do that, obviously, is going to be your uh, Facebook page, assuming you have one. Beyond that, the next phase of this is going to be maybe you want to do, I was going to say, a, a meeting at your local clubhouse or something where people basically can get together and they can exchange information and essentially establish yourself as a leader. Or again, just go back to the original number one, which is just simply picking up the phone and doing the real work of real estate. That by itself is something that's going to be incredibly impactful on your businesses and your personal lives. It really is. This is the stuff that makes a difference. So when you have these little, you know, crises come up, <laughs> the best thing for you to do is realize what people need more than anything is they need a common they need a calming voice. They need a, you know, they're they're fearful. They're going in different places, getting different bits of information, wondering if they should go stockpile you know, Costco toilet paper. They don't know where they should, what they should be doing. There, you're going to see people talking about gas lines and just all this stuff is because we're designed to like a good worry. Humans just love to worry about stuff. And this thing is going to be beat like, into the biggest froth as you can possibly imagine because people are so worried about it. You think the press is just going to all of a sudden say, okay, hold on. You know what? I think we're creating too much fear and panic. We're going to stop doing it. <laughs> you know, no, it's going to get worse and it's going to get more intense. So look for the information that's truthful. Share that with yourself of influence of past clients, your neighbors, anyone that'll listen, and they'll remember that you were that person that basically told them the truth. Um, you can use these notes. You can actually just, I mean, maybe you're a broker or an office manager, use the notes from today's podcast. And maybe the way you can directly contribute is by showing other people how they can actually be, a, be of service too. So listen, guys, I want you to seriously consider if you've not done it yet, requesting your free coaching call and getting your real estate treasure map done. The easiest way for you to do that is just text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S to 31996. Text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S to 31996. In the meantime, if any of you guys would like to talk about uh, talk with me about joining our EXP Realty team, I would really love the opportunity to talk with you about that. Just text me directly. And this is my actual cell phone. Don't call. I won't answer. Just please text. It's 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. So guys, please do something with this information. Don't just say, well, I'll do it. I'll eventually get around to it. All of you have time to at least show your true caring nature. Um, from Just pick your 20 top centers of influence and past clients and reach out to those. Or if again, blow it up and disseminate the information as wide as you can. But don't do nothing. Don't just wait around for the latest CNN story to scare people even more because what's going to happen is this will have an effect on the housing market because people are so easily manipulated. You're going to see that the housing sales stats, when they come out for, you know, basically March and probably even April, you're going to see the housing sales drop. That's one of the reasons they cut the, the, the Fed cut the rate is an anticipation of a slowdown because they know people are emotional creatures who will overreact to this, Right. You be the calm in the storm, guys, and it'll pay dividends for the rest of your lives. If you need us for anything, just simply text me directly at 512-758-0206. In the meantime, if you want to download the real estate treasure map and schedule your free coaching call, this easiest way is just to text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S to 31996. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, 
Thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.